to another episode of Get in the Cash Flow Game with Kay. Uh, no Kay and Kay again today. We're starting kind of a little series about emp empowering women uh, to be involved in their financial situation. Uh, I am very much involved in my financial situation um, and uh, I think it's a very empowering thing to have and to know. Uh, but I also know a lot of women who are not. Um, and I think for us, you know, I, I also have insecurities too, you know. So uh, I've had to get over that and I honestly still deal with some of them today. Uh, some of them come from where you grew up uh, in your background. Uh, and in fact, I think most of them do. It kind of depends on what your kind of family life was growing up. Um, but today I kind of want to talk about just knowing your financial picture, knowing where you're at. Like, you know, have you run your credit report? Do you know what your credit looks like? Uh, do you look at your bank account regularly to see, you know, check your spending and know where your money's going? Do you even know how much money you have? Uh, if you're married as a family, is that something that you're involved in, not involved in? Do you have any idea what kinds of things that you're investing in as a family? Is it something that just your husband takes care of? Is it something that you talk about or not? Um, even if you're not married, is it something that you talk about as a couple, like where you want to be and what you want to do and still kind of where you're headed? Because if you're, if you're with someone that you think you're going to spend your life with, uh, this is one of those important conversations that you have along with, you know, all the other things, how you want kids, how you want a parent, you know, what you want your life to look like essentially. Uh, it's crazy because I talk to so many people who didn't have these conversations up front and now they're in a marriage where they have like huge uh, difference, differences in their beliefs and what they want and how they plan to handle things. So uh, for me, uh, it's just about like as a woman having these conversations and making sure that you're taking care of yourself. Uh, taking care of your family and uh, finances is all part of it. It doesn't feel like a fun conversation. Um, I know uh, for myself, I can say that growing up, my family was always talking about money. It was in front of me. It was to me. Uh, my parents were not exactly the best with money, and it was you know, actually they were pretty horrible with money, uh, but they would talk about it in front of me too. Like we can't pay the bills and like we're behind on our payments and um, the collectors are coming after us and we don't know how we're gonna make it. You know, like these were the kinds of conversations that were had in front of me and the kinds of conversations that were had with me as a child. So now I have anxiety. Like, you know, Kenny will tell me all the time, I don't have, you know, any, like I don't care about money. Uh, I don't care about money and I uh, for me I do care about money because I saw the result and I felt the anxiety and the stress as a kid growing up about not knowing how we were gonna pay our bills not knowing where the you know not knowing how things were gonna come up with and I was super stressed even as a kid about like you know my parents aren't gonna pay for college like I'm not gonna have that so how am I gonna do it and you know, I had a lot of resentment towards my parents for not, you know, helping me with that because I saw a lot of like wasteful spending happening, which was part of why like they just don't know how to, didn't know how to manage money. And I saw that and then all of the anxiety and stress that came, that came about because of that issue. So for me, I have anxiety about money. I mean, I don't like to look at my bank account. I know it's the strangest thing ever, 
but I almost cringe every time I have to log into my bank account and check and see how much money we spend, how much money we have. Uh, it's just a thing. So everybody kind of has a certain thing like that. There's I have a friend who's the same. She does not want to look at her bank account. And she cringes every time, but it's something that we have to do. Uh, to this day, I still cringe, and I am the person who manages the money for my family, but I still don't really love looking at my bank account. I don't know. I feel like it's like a trauma that just never goes away, but it's one of those hard things that has to happen. So I do it all the time. Um, I also have a friend that is scared to check her credit. Like, she was terrified for the longest time. She never checked her credit, and um, therefore, she didn't start improving her credit because she was scared of what she was going to see. Uh, I feel the same way too. Even when I check my credit, it's like something crazy is going to be there and I don't know what it's going to be, but I feel like it's going to like, I don't know. I, I know it's not going to like ruin my life, but it feels that way. Like I kind of just press the button and like close my eyes and wait and just like count to three and then just open my eyes and see what it looks like. So I do that. Um, I'm not saying that it's a comfortable thing to do, but there is a, uh, relief also in knowing where you're at so there might be that initial freak out if you know you don't have as much money as you thought you had in the bank or if your credit report you know your credit is not as good as you were hoping it was uh, but the, tr the truth of the matter is that nothing improves if, if you don't know where you're at you can't improve so you, you kind of have to start with knowing where you're at first uh, so I would say that one of the biggest things is to look at your credit and to see how you can improve your credit and to understand how credit works. Uh, it's pretty easy uh, these days just with obviously YouTube and Google and whatnot. Like you could literally Google how credit works and I bet you like a million videos would pop up on how credit works. But if you're looking at your credit report and your score doesn't look so good, uh, or there are some things on there that you want to get rid of, there are strategies that you can use and uh, to improve your credit, and you can hire someone to help you improve your credit. There's lots of credit repair companies out there. We had a guy on our podcast as well, the credit guy, uh, and he helps people, and he's a very smart dude, um, and he can help you out. Um, but it is one of those things that you're like, okay, well, now I know where I'm at with my credit, and I can improve it uh, so that you can um, buy things. I mean, really, the, the, the thing with credit is is that you can't get any debt, which can be your friend, um, if you don't have good credit. So, Or you can get a loan, for example, let's say, or a credit card, but you're going to get you know, worse rates uh, because of that. You're going to pay higher interest uh, because of that. So if you can understand the way that credit works, you can utilize your credit to get very good financing. Um, even for us, like when we bought cars, we have good credit. I mean, Kenny is crazy about our credit. Uh, we were just laughing about it before this, is that, you know, if there's any chance, like one of our apartment buildings, for example, we had a, he got a $50 collection on his credit from SDG&E, I wanna say, or like maybe Cox, I don't know, one of the like utility companies, and he was so mad, and it was because we sold the property, and the property manager just didn't pay that final bill. It's 50 bucks. Like, no problem, we have no problem paying that bill, but it went on his credit, so of course he flipped out, called the credit company, got it removed, and now his credit's back to being perfect, basically. So, but it's just one of those things that we check this stuff because we're constantly looking at our financials, we're constantly thinking, you know, having these conversations about investing and where we wanna be and what we wanna do, and uh, part of it is knowing where you're at. So, um, 
I would say the, the first thing to kind of like understand your financial picture is pull your credit. Um, and then if you need to, work on your credit and work on building your credit. And then uh, the second thing would be to take a look at your bank account and take a look at your spending. I did it last year. Uh, at the end of the year, I just wanted to like see where we spent money and holy moly, we spent a lot of money eating out. Um, that was crazy. Oh, it wasn't 2020 because 2020 we all ate at home. We saved a lot of money. Uh, in 2019, I did that and I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, the majority of our money was spent eating out. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it happened. It was just, it never feels like that, right? Like, uh, so I also, that was when I bought the Nespresso machine and I stopped doing Starbucks because I was like, holy moly, my Starbucks spending is out of control. So it's not that I don't necessarily, like I can't afford Starbucks. It's just sort of ridiculous, you know? And, and it's about sort of like, for me, uh, you always like have to kind of see where you're at in life. Like for some people, you don't care about those little things spending. Like, I guess if you have mega millions and it just doesn't matter like Starbucks is whatever it's like not even a penny you know like for you uh I wish I was there um and it's not that it's really that big of a change in our life but for me I want to be conscious of my spending and my habits I am in a place of building right now uh we are as a family in a building phase so for me I have to look and see what sacrifices I'm willing to make uh in order to have uh, more money available to invest uh, and make more money. So I want my money to work for me. Uh, I don't want to work for money. So uh, that is just the biggest thing that I can say. And, you know, uh, whether you stay at home with your kids, that's, by the way, I think it's like a bigger job than I'm willing to do. Um, so it's, it's a really big job staying at home and taking care of your family. And... Uh, or whether you have your business and you're a working mom or you, you know, don't have kids or you're not married or, and you don't have a family. But in the future, if you plan to have a family, then you, you need to start having these conversations because life goes by so fast. Uh, and then before you know it, you're, you know, 50, 60 years old and you maybe want to retire and you know, maybe you can, maybe you can't, but where do you want to be at that point in your life when you want to slow down? And you need to back into that. You need to back into where I want to be. And I really uh, want to just encourage and empower women to be part of that conversation. Like, where do you see your family being? Where does your husband see your family being? Are you guys on the same page about that? And if so, uh, if you're not on the same page, then how can you get on the same page? Uh, and also, what are you guys going to do to make sure that you're in that place and you're not at the place of wishing that you had done it differently when you're 60 years old and you can't retire? Um, or, you know, whatever the case may be. Your kids are, you know, in all these school activities and you can't afford to be there because you have to work. Or you want to, you know, take your family on, a, on so many vacations every year, but you can't do that because it's really expensive traveling with kids and hotels and events and you know activities and all this stuff it's just not feasible for you so you have to look into the future for all of these things and plan for that how do I get there for me I want to spend time with my kids I want to be able to travel with my family and do it right and comfortably not 
not be able to do these things because of money. I don't want to be limited by that. I don't want to have to work when my kids are doing activities and enjoying, you know, growing up and I don't want to miss out on all of that. So for me, I'm investing and I am very much invested in our financial future because I need to make sure that we're where we need to be when I want to be there. And honestly, I want to be there now and, and we're not there now, but I'm getting there. So every day I'm taking steps towards that and I'm very much involved uh, in our financial situation. And I, I don't think that it matters whether you work or you don't because uh, staying home is, is a job and also coming to work is a job. So I have my business, uh, I go home to my family at five o'clock every day and then it's like a nonstop party with the two kids until they go to bed. And then by the time they go to bed, I'm pretty dang tired and I've got to go to bed too. So somehow in between all of that, I still have to figure out uh, how we're investing, how we're making money, uh, what our financial picture is looking at, like, making sure all the bills are paid. So I do all of that stuff and I figure it out because it's important for my family and it's important for where I want to be and it's important for where I want, like the opportunities that I want my children to have. So um, they are super hard conversations to have. Um, the money conversation I think is super uncomfortable uh, for couples. I think it's uncomfortable for people in general. It's funny because when you talk to somebody, for example, it's like a very taboo thing to talk about how much money you make, like whether it's with a friend or with a family member. Uh, and a lot of people, even their, their like spouse, it's, it's sort of a touchy subject. It's like this big secret thing that, you know, it's really taboo for you to ask about. Well, in your marriage, uh, you know, you're, you're a partner, so you need to know all this stuff um, to plan for your family. And um, if you're dating somebody, I kind of would argue that it's important to know that. And if they don't want to share it with you, um, you know, to each their own. But uh, for me personally, that's a red flag uh, because it's a sign of how life's going to be as a married couple, that it's not going to be a conversation that you can have. Uh, that it's not going to be something that you do as a team, um, you know. So for me and my life, it's partners everywhere. Uh, it's funny because we were just talking, I was talking with a girlfriend yesterday about, you know, this kind of push and pull between do I stay at home with my kids or do I keep working? And um, I had read a poll that, like, I think, you know, working moms and and then stay-at-home moms, we both feel unsatisfied. Like we both feel like we're failing, you know, like either the stay-at-home mom wants the adult interaction or she feels like she's not doing enough and she's not appreciated because the husband comes home at night and he's just tired and he doesn't want to help out and you know, you're, you have the job that never ends. Um, or you're a working mom and you feel guilty because you work too much, you don't get to spend time with your kids and you don't, you know, whatever. I have all that, you know, like I don't spend enough time with my family and then I like definitely don't want to cook and I basically do bare minimums at home because I'm tired from working all day. But both of us feel uh, very um, much unsatisfied with our situation. Like, I think there's a no-win a no win situation uh, there. But you still need to have these conversations with your spouse about what's the best decision to move forward and how that works. Uh, that's, like, one of the biggest conversations I feel like couples miss. Like, they're dating, and then they get married, and they're like, oh, wait a second, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And then the husband's like, are you kidding me? Like, we have a lifestyle that we need to live, and we need your income for that. And you're like, wow, we didn't have that conversation of, like, what life was going to look like when we had kids. Like, how that financial situation was going to play out. Like, 
how long I maybe didn't want to work and what my expectations were regarding that. Like I knew with Kenny what that expectation was because Kenny's a communicator. So I'm really lucky to have that. He's like a chick, you know, like I can, we had these discussions, like we had all of these discussions before we got married. So I knew when we had kids that I was going, going to work. Uh, I knew that. Uh, I knew that he wanted a woman that worked and I knew that I wanted to work. Uh, so it was not a problem when we had kids, we had other problems and other things that we had to work through. Um, but we had all of those discussions about, do you want to stay at home when you have kids? Do you not want to stay at home? Uh, do you like, how do you feel about, you know, how much money do you want to make? Like as a couple, like how much money do you want to make? What kind of lifestyle do you want to have? What things do you want to do? Like, okay, so we want to do all these things. Like, I want to take vacations whenever I want. And guess what? I want to fly business when I go. Or I want to, you know, hire a chef to cook for us so I don't have to worry about that when we're, you know, renting an Airbnb with our kids or all these things. So you're like, okay, well, how much does all this cost and how much money do we have to make? Okay, how do you back into that? Because I don't want to grind every single day of my life to have these things. And then, like, charity-wise, like, you know, hey, we want to be at some point in our lives, we want to take our kids and like do things like help people in other countries or do other things like that. We want to take our kids. Well, guess what? That costs money. You have to take time off work to do that. You have to donate your money. You have to donate your time. How do I get there? Like what, how much money do I need to do that? Where do I need to be in my life to get there? So these are the things that we talk about and we map out and we don't have like they're not tense conversations they've gotten a lot more comfortable as you have them I mean we've been doing it for um, 12 years now so it's very comfortable for us but in the beginning yeah it's a little awkward you know and you're kind of like Ooh, what happens if my partner disagrees what happens you know well you kind of have to, to work through it um, so I think those conversations are really tough but sometimes you can have it when you have your date night I love talking about that stuff on date night we always talk about like those are our dreams, you know, those are our visions. That's what we talk about over a glass of wine and dinner. Or that's what we talk about when we're sitting on the couch and we're supposed to be watching a movie, but we're not paying attention to it at all. Like these are the things that we talk about, you know, when we go on walks or whatever the case is, when, when we go away on trips or vacations together, these are like our times that we kind of dream and talk about what life is going to look like. Um, so I encourage you to do it with your partner because I know like the initial bringing it up uh, can be uh, really cause a lot of problems or like anxiety for you but I think you know just asking your partner to start like how do you start that conversation is like hey what do you want to have in life like what do you envision retirement looking like or what do you envision life looking like when our kids are 10 and they're playing soccer or baseball or whatever it is gymnastics you know and there's away games and there's practices and who's gonna take them and what does our situation look like what does work look like what does home look like what does our money look like like what does all of that look like and if you start having those conversations with your partner and like going through that then you can slowly start to come together about your financial picture and what it's gonna take and sometimes it might take you doing things or sacrificing things that you didn't think you were gonna have to and particularly don't particularly want to uh, but I think the vision of where you want to be later gives you the fuel to do those things and sacrifice those things 
so that you don't have to sacrifice later. Uh, I heard that quote. I don't know who said it, but it's sacrifice now uh, or pay now so you don't have to pay later. Uh, and that is just one of those things that I, has really resonated with me. So there's just certain things in life that I don't do right now because I want my future to be better. In the future, I want to do it. I want to do whatever I want, however I want, and I don't want to have to think about it. And that is the plan. So I'm going to think about it today so I don't have to think about it then. Um, but yeah, so this is the second little episode of our like empowering women to be involved in their financial picture. Um, first is kind of knowing where you're at. And then the second thing is just having that conversation with your partner and figuring out how to do it. You know, I mean, I probably wouldn't be like, Hey, we need to talk. You know, that's not, <laughs> it's more of like a casual, I think ease into it. I mean, you know, Hey, what do you dream? Like what, how do you see our lives being in 10 years from now, 20 years from now? How do you see that, you know, playing out? I think that's a good question to ask your partner. Um, it's a good thing to ask your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And it's a good thing to even think about as a single woman. Like, how do I see my life? What do I want with my life? What kind of partner am I going to have? And I'm going to make sure I have this conversation with any potential partner, like somebody I see myself spending the rest of my life with, I'm going to make sure I have these conversations about what it looks like with kids and what our finances look like and how we're going to be financially and what, what kind of things we're going to do to make sure that we get that life that we, we both want. So, um, it's a very important conversation, but I appreciate it. And if you guys have any questions or you feel like I should talk about anything additional on this topic of knowing your finances and being empowered as a female, then please let me know. And I uh, would be happy to talk about it. It's something that's very, uh, like kind of on my heart and uh, something that I'm very passionate about. So thank you guys. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.